What's happening, my connected fam? Welcome to another episode. I really have to think of something else. Every time I say that, I'm like, oh, I can't believe I said that again. But yes, welcome back. And it is another episode. And I am so happy to have you. It is always awesome to be able to hang out with you in the online digital space. And today I'm going to talk about hanging out with influencers, um, hanging out with YouTubers, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to title this. I guess it'll depend on what I what I do, do as a graphic, like the picture that I put for the promo for this episode. But it will be something like that, hanging out with influencers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we're going to talk about what it's like to be friends with YouTubers. Maybe I'll do that. I'm friends with YouTubers. I don't know. Okay, well, you'll find out, obviously. You probably already know because you've clicked on the episode. Okay, let's just get on with this business. Um, so let me organize my life and do a shout out. Um, I, okay, no, I'm not going to tell you that story today. Okay, no, I will tell you that story today. So I don't listen to my episodes. Not many people may know that, but I do not listen to my episodes I when I edit them I don't listen to them either all I basically do is I go to the to the start of um, the my episode and I adjust the intro music so if I did a really long intro then I extend the music so that it covers the length of the intro or if it's short I'll crop it back cut it back down so I listen to the intro and get the music synced in properly and then I go all the way to the end of the recording and then I sync the music at the end and then we just turn it into an mp3 so that's literally the all that I do in terms of editing so I don't listen to my episodes now <clears throat> there is an exception to the case sometimes if I've had a lot of feedback on an episode if I've had a lot of people reaching out to me I will listen to it because I'm like, okay, let me see what's really speaking to people with this episode. Because half of the time, I don't actually remember what I've said and I don't script my episodes and I don't even, like, I don't write points for what I have to cover on an episode. I just press record and just talk a lot. So yeah, there are episodes that I have listened to randomly and there is something that I picked up on my recording that I'm trying to cut out and I'm not going to tell you because once I tell you, it may like you, <laughs> you'll really notice it. Um, and maybe you already noticed it and you're like, man, this is so annoying. So I'm glad that you've um, pushed through and made it to these episodes where I'm trying to adjust and fix that really annoying thing that happens uh, with my recording. But regardless, I learned a really big lesson because I, if I had not have listened to those particular episodes, or at least these episodes that I was getting a lot of feedback on, if I hadn't have listened to those, oh, I'm getting someone randomly coming. If I hadn't listened to those episodes, then I probably wouldn't have picked up on this issue that I was having, this, this issue that I was making for myself and for everyone else. So I had to listen to that. And out of that, I learned, you know, sometimes like we really need to sit down and like assess where we're at in our lives. Sometimes we have to sit and just 
listen in on what our life has been like I mean, in the last week, in the last month, in the last you know year, whatever it is. Really sit down and be like, okay, let's <clears throat> let's pick this thing to bits and let's try and see the things that not only they need to be improved, but hey, things that actually may be really annoying to people. So I've been trying to fix that. I don't know if anyone's noticed and I'm not going to tell you, but hey, feel free to contact me, um, message me and be like, hey, is this annoying thing this? Because I think I was really annoyed when I was listening to you and I could hear that. Um, yeah. And, and if not, let's just pretend I just didn't talk for the last four minutes about that. But yes, reassess where you're at with certain things. Like sit down and reflect on, um, on yourself, on your way of behaving, your character traits, whatever it is, like really sit down with that. Because you may actually pick up things that you're like, okay, wow, that I really probably should stop doing or I should really try and change that habit to another habit. Um, Yeah, that's what I think we should do. Okay, I'm going to give a shout out. And (laughs) those five minutes of intro was because I was trying to find someone to give a shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to a podcast podcast. Yes, let's just do that. Okay, so the podcast is called Seeking What They Sought, a podcast where four friends try and have honest conversations about Seventh-day Adventism. Find them, find us on iTunes and Spotify. So yeah, check them out. I actually haven't had a chance to listen to them, so I will, let me listen to them today. And yeah, we can... We can listen to a new podcast together. So uh, seeking what they thought. Thank you so much for following me on Facebook. And yeah, I appreciate that you're investing in the podcast area and yeah, wanting to seek to bless people through whatever God is impressing on your heart um, and sharing it with others. So keep up the awesome work. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about being friends with YouTubers and I think that's what I'm going to call this being friends with YouTubers and the reason why I want to talk and I think it's probably just going to be a continuation of last week's episode if you haven't listened um maybe listen to it there's a bit more stuff that I guess you'll get out of that if you listen to it but basically I am at a point in my life right now let's be really reflective and that's the opening for a lot of wisdom and maybe a lot of pain um I'm at a point in my life right now where I feel like the less that I interact with humans, the better my life will be. Um, Yeah. And look, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Okay. The, The less that I interact in a very emotional way with people, the better that my life will be. So I guess there have been a few things that have happened that have led me to make this decision in my life that I look and let's be totally honest. Okay. One, I feel I emotionally invest in people way too much. So I am going to take a lot of responsibility for the reason why I am where I am right now, where I don't have a need for a human apart from my family. Um, I invest too much in people emotionally 
And I think there comes a point where I have this expectation that people will invest the same that I, in the same way that I invest emotionally, uh, with time. That's really the same thing with emotions and with time. And because I have that expectation of everyone just loves and interacts and socializes in the way that I do, it has really set me up for a lot of issues and a lot of pain. And um, I think I would say like a lot of disappointment, but I think sometimes disappointment, I don't know, if, maybe it's like heartache. Maybe there's a lot of like you, okay. So one, I think there's a degree of heartache that you're like, oh, you know, the person doesn't love like I love or that person doesn't invest emotionally like I invest or they don't invest time like I invest. And and what that may look like is like, oh, they just don't want to hang out as much as I want to hang out with them. And that's a really painful thing. I think I've even like, it's gone to the point where I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just not worth hanging out with so there's a lot of internal dialogue that goes on in my head and trust me it is not nice internal dialogue it is yes like if I don't feel bad enough as it is when my head starts contributing to this conversation it 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 gets even messier and I've had to really work through that like I have to have had to reason out and reframe the stories that I tell myself as like um I don't know give you some random scenario okay maybe they don't want to invest as much as me because they have younger children and so um they have to stay at home and look after their kids where I am literally living my best life right now because I drop my kids off at school and I am free uh to really do whatever I want with my life until they finish school uh, because uni hasn't gone back yet so I'm I'm like trying to reframe the story and be like, okay, no, it's not that I'm just not a a person that people want to hang out with. It's because they have their kids still with them. And so they have to do things with the children and maybe they don't enjoy hanging out with adults and trying to have adult time while they have children or whatever it is. So that's, that's an example of me trying to reframe the story that I tell myself. But secondly, like, okay, so there's that part of me and then there's the other people's part of their lives. And I've come to the point where I'm like, you know what? People just don't want friends as much as I want friends. Maybe they don't need friends as much as I need friends. Maybe they're just emotionally (laughs) a little bit more mature than what I am. Um, Or maybe they just don't crave that social interaction like I do. And so all these factors added up have me at a point in my life where I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm just going to get to a point where I don't want to need anyone either. And I think that there really is some value in that. I think, yeah, I, I, I think that there's a, there's a value in that. There's value in not needing people and needing social interaction to the point where you're just trying to be friends with everyone and anyone and it just doesn't work out. Now, I am always a friendly person anyway. I always I always make the effort to make people feel welcomed. I always I have people in my house basically every Sabbath. Um, I would have more people if my schedule wasn't so crazy with the girls work uh, the girls working away and uh, the girls doing school so far away from home. So I would have more people in my house during the week, but it just wasn't going to work. So I am just friendly regardless of whether I'm emotionally healthy or not and whether you emotionally invest in a friendship I'm still going to be really friendly that's just who I am 
But I guess there comes a point where I've had to really look at this whole idea of some expectations that I have. Um, maybe like this like fantasy like that I've got in my head as well of like friendships that I'm going to have that just aren't working out and I think I will never have. So I'm just letting go of that dream. But in all of that, like I am totally in a position where I'm like, let me take responsibility for my junk. Let me take my responsibility for the things that are probably not very healthy and emotionally not very mature. And then let me just accept the reality of, hey, you know what? There's just people around me who just don't, have a real need for hanging out with people in saying that I will say I believe that there are some people who don't want to have friends and don't want to invest in friends because they're just as guarded and as hurt as what I am so I will agree that I feel like sometimes there's interactions with people where we're both just so super guarded and hurt that as a result of that we don't even want to invest in each other because we're scared to get hurt so I definitely have situations where that's um yeah that's where we're at but what I am going to tell you all, which is so funny, I'm like, I have made friends with YouTubers and, and I get it. Trust me. I know that there, that that can be a very like surface level interaction with another human being. I totally get that. So please, I am not saying, um, leave all, <laughs> leave all your friends. Uh, block all their numbers, delete their numbers off your phone. You have no need for any human interaction. Just go and find yourself some YouTubers. I'm not saying that. However, I'm at the point in my life where like that is like a pretty sweet option. And I, I sort of was looking at this whole idea of... Um, okay, so my husband is not... I mean, honestly, Stevie's not that big on social interaction anyway. He's a type of guy who's like, he's happy to work. And then he's happy to like interact. And I would say, I would say Stevie's happy to interact with humans on a social level, maybe like 3% of his life. So he's just not that kind of guy. So like I will... <laughs> So I will hang out with my friends, um, my YouTuber friends. I will hang out with them. And I remember one day I was playing one of them in the kitchen. I was doing something or I don't know what it was. Anyway, Stevie comes in. He's like, I like, he's like, I don't get why people watch. Ah, that's who I was watching. That's, that's what it was. So we were on our road trip and with the Perrys, Jackie Hill and Preston Perry, um, had their video come up and I, I'm going to be totally honest. I sus subscribe on YouTube to very little channels and I don't have notifications for basically any YouTube channels except for the Perry's. So I, I really look forward to when they put their videos up. So anyway, we were on holidays and I decided to put that video on cause I got the notification. So I put the video on and we were watching it and Stevie's like, and it was, and it was a really random episode. It was an episode where they were doing Christmas shopping. So yeah, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so Stevie's like, he's like, why would people want to watch someone else shopping? And it made a lot of sense when he said that I was like, oh, that's a really good point. But I'm like, but I don't care. I really want to watch. Like, I just, I'm like, I feel like I would watch the Perry's even if they were just like 
mowing the lawn and washing dishes. Like, it's not so much because I'm being entertained at what they're doing rather than I just want to see how they interact. I just want to, you know, laugh with them because they're so funny. I'm like, I just want to laugh with them. Like, anyway, so that got me really thinking about this idea of like, why do people watch vloggers and why do people like, I don't know, like binge on YouTubers that they've just discovered, speaking about myself, uh, why do they do that? Anyway, so I've been sort of thinking about that and that that road trip was back in January. So I've really been thinking about it. And in this time, obviously, because I just have a lot of free time right now because my I'm not at uni. I've discovered a few other YouTubers. So I will say I have the Perrys with the Perrys. And then I have two other which are just secular YouTubers that I watch and that I know when their their videos are uploaded. So I just check because I don't have I'm not subscribed to their channel and I don't I don't have the bell notification thing on. So the other two I sort of have to double check. Oh I wonder if they've they've put a video up or not. Um so anyway, so they're the ones that I watch all the time in, in the sense that I watch weekly. The Perrys aren't there. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Perrys don't do weekly, but I would love if they did. Um, so Jackie, if you're listening, you know, that would be really great if you could. But I can imagine how time consuming it is. So girl, I totally get that. You may not want to. So moving on with my dialogue with Jackie. Um so those three are the ones that I watch all the time. There, there are random ones that I watch, like there's um, a guy, Peter McKinnon, that I watch randomly. Casey Neistat, I watch randomly. I'm not like religiously watching them, but I watch them when I know I have extra time and I don't feel like watching anyone else. So now I got to this really bad habit, which I'm like, oh, let me just see if I can find another YouTuber that I can watch weekly so I found this other girl, uh, so she's like a minimalist. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm not a minimalist at all. But I will say I am trying to at least have less stuff than what I do, and I have a lot of stuff. And I am I'm even contemplating cleaning out my wardrobe and going somewhat minimalist in my wardrobe. But anyway, oh, and, and in addition to that, just letting you all know, I'm going through a wardrobe transformation. Um, so I am, I feel like an old lady when like a lady decides like, oh, I just can't wear things like this anymore. And so I, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to wear stuff like this anymore. So anyway, so I'm going through a bit of a clean out at the moment. Not that that affects you anyway, because you don't really get to see my clothes, but I am. Now, as I continue on with this thing, I've gotten to the point where, honestly, when I want to laugh, I know which YouTuber I go and watch. When I want to be, like, when I want to be challenged in a really academic way, I go and listen to TED Talks. I feel like I can find someone or something on YouTube specifically to cater to every single emotional need that I have as a human. And as great as that is, I do, uh, don't worry, I know that there are dangers of that. Um, And I know that there is a level of 
genuineness that I don't think I can get a real like emotional satisfaction from just hanging out with people online. But at the same time, I'm going to be totally honest, it is pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Like, yeah, I am really being so like, I don't even know what the word is. I'm just really content with my emotional well-being when I am engaging. Well, I'm not really even engaging. I'm just consuming online content. And it comes with zero risks, like literally zero risks. There is no danger of getting hurt. There is no danger of being rejected. There is no danger of... There's just nothing. Like it's zero risk. The only risk, you know what the risk is? my internet is really bad out here so sometimes there's like i have to wait and wait for the video to load you know there's interruptions where the video is paused until it loads a bit more um but i can handle that so i'm really at a point that um i'm just really happy with my youtuber friends they really like me they show up every week (laughs) they're super consistent Um, They give me their time. The only thing I'm lacking would be the physical touch. Like I don't have any, we're not affectionate, which, you know, that that sort of grieves my heart a little bit. But I, I am going to say that there is just a place where I have found just the blessing of, I mean, it's very selfish, but the, the blessing of consuming online content for emotional gratification Um, and I guess I just want to, if you're at a point in life like me where one, you maybe can't find friends that are friends like you, maybe you're at a point where maybe you're not ready to be like, okay, let me be friends in that kind of way. Maybe you're desiring more depth to your friendships, or maybe you just being real hurt like me and you're just like, you know what? Humans just not worth it, at least unless they're online. Um, whatever it is where you're at, like there are some really wholesome, and you can get a ton of Christian like Christian YouTubers where they'll talk about like really Christian themes. Like it's just so like there's just so many options there, and yeah, you just got to find the one that suits. Like, I mean, I'll be totally honest. Most Christian YouTubers are not my cup of tea. That's just because I just hang up around a certain type of people. So I, yeah, that's just me. So yeah, I really just keep searching until I find one that is just, this is, this is what, this is why. Okay. Let me, let me give a bit of clarity to that. So you don't start getting all ideas in your head. Um, I like people that are really genuine. I don't like people who, when I listen to them or watch them, they feel super scripted. Um, And I'm not saying I don't like scripted things. I'm saying when I want to engage with someone, like if you want to, if we're going to try and make it, (laughs) I love this. If we're going to try and make it like it's a real friendship, like if we're really going to be friends, I want it to feel like I'm just hanging out with my friends. If I feel like it's just you trying to follow along a script and maybe you just don't have the gifting for that. Um, Like you can't, 
when you read off a script, it looks like you're reading off a script or when you're trying to like remember the next bit of what you had to say and it looks like that, then I just, I feel like, yeah, it's just not as genuine of a, of a friendship as, as I would probably be looking for. So that is my kind of thing. Like if I can feel that you're just doing your thing and it's come, the conversation is really natural. The Perry's are awesome at that. Then that, that's my kind of like YouTuber, whether you're Christian or not Christian. So yeah, that, that's, so I will continue, like I will keep going until I find someone that I, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I really do feel like you're just opening your, your heart up and, and sharing what, what's going on. So if you're feeling like you're very lonely, um, I invite you to seek like some, find YouTubers, like just start. I mean, it was a little painful at the beginning trying to find people. I found some people really randomly. Um, it came up on my recommendations. And I was like, wow, this, this chick is cool or this guy is cool. So I tend to um, do that. And I will say I, I probably prefer guy YouTubers for certain things. And then when I'm feeling like, other things and I'll be like okay yeah I need to hang out with a female right now um so yeah so like you can just cater it and I feel like I have like a clique of friends like I have a squad because I know one is to make me funny one is to like challenge me intellectually uh one is just just ridiculous like just the stuff that she talks about I'm just like this is so fun. And then there are other that there's another one that I just it's just deep and meaningful. Like let's talk about life. Let's talk about what's going on. Like it's just really really cool. Anyway. So that's what I wanted to kind of like talk to you about. Like if you're feeling super lonely, hey, don't like there are millions of people around the world that are subscribed to YouTubers and vloggers for a reason. Like and they, they engage, like they comment on their videos and, and they do all that. I'm not at that point. I don't know if I if our friendships are at that point where I engage through comments. Um, but like there is this connection that can be found. There is um, some sort of, I don't even know if it's a belonging because I don't know if you really belong. But some YouTubers, like they have a really great way of making you feel like they're talking just at you, which is really cool, which is really, and, and I'm, I want to try and do that a bit more in my online ministries because I think it does, for people like us that are a little lonely in our lives, it does, it is really sweet just to have that, that sense of like, oh, I think they really just did high five me or whatever, you know, and trust me, like as I say this, like I really do get that it is very superficial and they're doing it for the masses. But I think depending on where you're at and depending where life has you, like that high five just made your day. Um, yeah. Okay, so there was something else I had to say about that, but I don't have notes, so I have no idea what else I wanted to say. Let me just reflect. We might just have to finish it there. Oh, yes, I will give a warning. Like, you don't want to take away from time with God, whether it's prayer or through your Bible study. Like, 
I I am constantly keeping myself check and being like, okay, did I just watch like three videos of this person? That's been like an hour and a half. I'm like, I'm sure I could go read my Bible right now and, and spend time with like my real true friend. I'd rather have Jesus. Um, so yeah, be mindful of that. It can be really easy to just, before you know it, you've been like watching vlogs for an hour, two hours. And, you know, you could have also spent that time in God's word like that, that will never be the same. Um, and usually when I, um, when I usually watch my stuff, I'm usually not in a place to be reading anyway. So I'm usually like washing up dishes or, and I find that when I'm listening, when I'm watching YouTubers, I, I, my, my brain isn't a hundred percent invested in that thing. I've got the girls around, I'm washing, I'm, you know, cleaning or whatever it is that I'm doing. So I'm not a hundred percent invested intellectually either. So it is just like, yeah, I, I have you on in the background and I'm probably going to hear maybe 80% of what you've said, the rest is just going to be distractions or whatever. So, um, yeah, I tend to do that. But when I do have time and I have literally have nothing else to do, I am very mindful of the fact that, you know, I could also be reading my Bible right now. So I am going to put that out there to make sure that, yes, we do also keep in mind that, um, we, if we have an hour and a half, an hour and a half to sit in front of the screen. We probably have an hour and a half to also sit and read our Bibles. Um, if not, we're gonna if we're not gonna do that every day, let's at least be mindful to at least give God some of our time as well. Um, yeah. So let me finish off with that little conviction at the end. But there was something else, and I'm gonna get so annoyed because I'm gonna finish recording and I'm gonna be like, yes, that was what I had to say. Okay. I'm going to have to let it go and just trust that it wasn't that important. Otherwise, God would have kept it on my mind. Mm. Okay, I remembered. Oh, let's be honest though, but I did have to pause the recording and be like, no, I really want to get this point. I'm like, so I'm just like, I paused. And I was talking with God. I'm like, God, God, what is it? What is that point? Now I remember. Now, in saying all of that, all that great stuff about being friends with YouTubers, I will say it is emotionally lazy. Okay. It is super lazy to to just depend on YouTube for your friendships or at least to find an extremely high degree of satisfaction from just having YouTubers uh, to fulfill your emotional friendship needs. And the reason why I will say that, I was having a discussion with some people and um, during COVID, there were some friends from different churches who were running online groups, online churches, uh, whatever. And we're having a discussion. We were talking about different stuff online, like we were messaging. We're talking about different stuff online and I'll be honest, the people that I spoke with were like, I'm kind of secretly not excited about church opening up again. Now, there are a lot of factors to add into why they would feel like that. So these are all people that are extremely active in their church. They all have leadership positions and they have had leadership positions for many years. So these are people who have been working real hard within their church. They work real hard um, in the online space. 
So they produce a lot of content in addition to their leadership responsibilities in their local church. Um, they all have families, they all have work. So that's the context of that. But there was a degree of many of us, not all of us, but the ones that uh, of the ones that we did communicate that we didn't want church to go back. Um, many of us were at a point where we found so much connection through the online programs that we were involved in during COVID. Um, it wasn't lockdown, but while our churches were closed. So we found such a satisfaction of just hanging out and so much flexibility of choosing who we could hang out with every week. We weren't obligated to go to our local church and deal with our local church issues that it was just so nice to pick and choose and be like today I'm going to go and watch the sermon from this church and I'm going to go and change and go to the Sabbath school um, zoom chat with this class like there was just so much flexibility in knowing I didn't have to put up with the people at my local church some of us not all of us so some of us it was like I'm just glad I don't have to deal with my members then there was a degree of us who was just like, I'm just thankful I don't have to be worried and have the mental baggage that comes with, hey, I'm an elder, I'm a, um, I'm a what is it, what's the word? I'm a department leader and I have to make sure that my department flows smoothly. Like there was an element of us that didn't want to go back because we didn't have to do that. And then there was an element of us who was just like, I just want to stay home. Like I just want to rest like and rest in this the full essence of having nothing to do not even getting changed I can just walk around in my pajamas all sabbath so there was many of us that had different reasons why we didn't want to go back to church and then some of us just had a combination of all the things so I will say that and I remember having a discussion with one of these particular people and I said but I will say that in the online space you don't have to deal with the dramas that you do when you have to show up at church. At church, oh, we have to discuss, you know, why was this put there? And you have to, you know, read, like, come to a conclusion, come to a decision, and then base your opinion on whatever you've decided that should have gone there. Like, we have to deal with, like, so much domestic petty stuff at church. And we have to deal with, like, the really important stuff, which by default is going to you know, we're either all for one side or we're all for another or we have to try and find the compromise in between. In the online space, everyone just logs in and you have your little, you know, chit-chat. No one gets to the point where it's like, okay, well, you know, I don't want I don't want this Zoom meeting at 10 o'clock. Let's, let's change it. I want it at 11. And now we have to all accommodate for so-and-so because they don't want to cut and do we all really want to come change it to like we don't you don't have to deal with anything you just click a button and you show up and so as I was discussing with one particular person I was like but that's that's why we appreciate the online space so much because it doesn't I'm not going to see the the bad side of those faces that are on my screen we're generally going to be super pleasant um to a certain degree, we've chosen who we want to hang out with. So I have a choice between 
three different cyber schools and I'm going to pick the one that I actually like most, not the one that challenges me emotionally the most, not the one that causes me to be like super Christ-like and giving and sacrificial. And um, no, I'm going to pick the one that has more of the people that I actually genuinely like hanging out with. So I do find that there is a degree with my YouTube friends that I am emotionally lazy because I'm just going to get to see they're really their refined version. I'm going to see that bit where they are coming online to be nice. They are coming to make a funny video. Um, they're not showing me how they were cranky 20 minutes before because they had to record that video and how they dragged their feet to drag their to record that bit. Like I'm not gonna get to see the the full human aspect of who they are. And because of that, I'm not going to actually have to be challenged emotionally to still want to hang out with them, even though they didn't want to hang out with me because they didn't want to record a video. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, it's definitely very lazy and extremely convenient to opt for online emotional friendships if I can even call that because I don't know if it's emotional in the sense that I'm invested emotionally but my emotions are getting fed I'm like very content I'm like I want to laugh with someone yeah let me pop up this person so I feel like yes I do want to add that that online space and online interactions and becoming content or our emotional needs being met to some degree with just online content can be extremely lazy because yeah we don't have to accept the person with the the bad stuff with the the whole aspect of who they are so yep that that's all I have to say about that but I'm really liking my friends right now I have such good friends um, and you know you can't even really call them friends but I am for the purpose of this video I'm trying to really I guess just emphasize the point that you know there's a degree of me that doesn't feel as lonely as I could because I can if we're really genuine like if we're really honest with each other I feel I can numb that loneliness or I can drown out the loneliness with YouTube and I think many of us do that but I guess there's no other way to do that like I, I can either just be really lonely and just you know sit and cry and eat kale and be like oh you know well is me but I'm just at a point where I'm like you know what I don't care that I'm lonely I don't care that I don't have any like real close friends or real deep friendships and that I've just seen people for who they are so now I'm not actually wanting to invest in them either but I will say that there is there is like a degree of happiness that I get from watching these people online and you know for some days like it is really a highlight of my day like it is like man she was so funny um and I, I believe that that's probably a healthier place to be than just be like, oh, let me go sit on my bed for five hours and, and dream about all the friends I wish I had. And yeah, so I hope, I hope that's, I hope you get what I'm getting at. Um, yeah, 
But I, I, I'm, look, I'm sure that, you know, 12 months from now, there's probably another degree of healing that God will bring about. Um, I'm sure that there will be another degree of emotional maturity that God will bring about. And I'm seeking that, like I seek to grow and I seek to deal with my stuff and my imbalanced way of thinking. So, you know, maybe 12 months from now, I'm going to be telling you about like, uh, okay, let's not go that far because then I'll be devastated. No, but maybe I'll be like, you know, my best friend is this and my best friend is that. Maybe I'll be like telling you all about my best friend. Who isn't on a screen? It's actually a physical person that I can actually hang out with. Um, but you know what? I, I'm totally aware of that. Like I'm totally aware that this is this is where I'm at right now. And if I'm here for the next five years, like that's cool. Like I'm at I'm complete peace of that with that. Um, but yes, I, I I agree. Like this isn't really substantial. Like I don't think it's substantial. I don't think that that there is weight. To this and I don't think that there is sustainability to this in the sense that the human heart will always long for emotional connection with another human and with online friendships you don't have that like I'm just consuming I'm literally consuming unless I begin to engage and even then like I can write a comment and my my friend won't reply back to me and you know whatever it is so yeah okay guys let me not move on and my dog's obviously barking for something okay it is awesome hanging out with you thanks for spending the last 41 minutes with me um i pray that you wherever you are um that you can find connection and yeah find the connection that is safest for you but as well i pray that you find connection that also satisfies um you and does emotionally give you something um and yeah don't forget jesus because jesus is always there um, but yeah, yeah, there are some pretty good people online. Okay. Let me leave it on that. All right. Until next week, my prayer, my hope, and my desire is that you stay warm in God's love, that you stay cool for Jesus's name and may the Holy Spirit uh, continue to guide you, fill you, um, be all that you need. And in amongst that, uh, may you be blessed by the other things uh, that God can use to give you a sense of worth, a sense of value and a sense of belonging even if it is hanging out with YouTubers. All right, see you guys. Bye.